get creative with your music. I don't care who you are. Get creative with your music because if you don't get creative with it, you're not going to make no impact nowhere. You're not going to make no impact. It's just not going to happen. Not going to happen because there's too many people out here doing it. You think you're the only one doing this. It may seem that way, but no. Nah, the whole entire world is rapping. And since we're in the myth-busting game on, on, this, on this real rap show, I'm a real rap you and let you know half you motherfuckers is not going to make it. J. Bad the Juggernaut in the building. It's real rap. Let's get it. Today's episode is J. Pad, audio engineer, producer, rapper, singer, cinematographer. He does it all. The topics is real easy. You don't know what you're doing, so we're going to explain everything. Studio etiquette. Should you sign a deal? I don't know. Maybe you should. Lisa Beats. This episode got it all. The only thing y'all gotta do is take notes. Do that. And listen. You heads out there gotta start picking better beats to rap on. You can't come to me with an MP3 that was downloaded off of YouTube and expect to get a master mix of that. It's just not gonna happen. I don't care how hard the beat is to these people. I don't care if the beat is the most bananas beat on the face of the planet. If it doesn't have a good mix on it, and it sounds like it came off the internet, or it sounds like an MP3 that came off the internet, we are not going to get the best mix out of that. It's just that simple. I don't care who it is. I don't care what mastering engineer you know. Mastering engineer is going to get look at the file, listen to it, and give it back to you and be like, you'd be a fool to use this. And it's just that simple. <laughs> it's just, I mean, you know, as cold as it might seem, you know, that's, I hate to be the myth buster on that, but that's what happens. You're gonna get you're gonna get what you put into it. You know what I'm saying? You 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 keep downloading free beats. There's a bunch of producers around you in the area that can make you a beat that's similar to what you want or something like that. Quit being cheap. Get with some of these producers, you'd be surprised. You might only spend sixty bucks like you do here. Just to get, you know, get get you something right off the right off the rip. And you know, cats just looking at the, uh, the the approach of this wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're thinking that you could just rap over whatever and then it'll make you successful. And then on top of that, the ownership of these songs is the question is in question. You know, if you're not if you're not purchasing beats, if you're not exclusive buying exclusive rights to beats, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't own them tracks. And you're trying to go out there and make a name for yourself, thinking that your mixtape is gonna get on over everybody else's, and that's where they got everybody fooled. Thinking, I- well, well, let me ask you this real quick. All right, all right. Now, you said go out and purchase your own beats. Now, what about these? How do you feel about the lease of a track? Uh, you know what? I believe it exists for a reason. But people have to realize a lease is a limited license for, exclu- uh, for, um, for, for you to use. It's limited. You know what I'm saying? It's not exclusive. It's limited. Exclusive means that you have permission to use it in any of your works and 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 get paid for it. Leasing, you just you just borrow it. It's just like it's just like a car. After you get ten thousand miles on that junk, the lease is up. You know what I'm saying? The lease is up, and then you got to renew it. Well, it's the same thing with a beat. You lease it for about four months, five months, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can't really alter it. You got to rap on it as it is, but you got at least a right to utilize it in your works for five or six months. Then you got to re up again. So, I mean, for people that want to lease, I say leases are good 
to a degree if you really want to see if a record can make you a hit. But then again, all those other factors I just explained come into play. How does it sound? <laughs> all this other stuff. And then is it, you know, are they able to send you a, a high-quality file of, of the beat that you want? And not only that, but, you know, it's a good thing that, that, that people do lease because of the fact that it gives them an opportunity to see if their record is hot. You know what I'm saying? So at the bare minimum, I would lease. You know what I'm saying? But just buy exclusive beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just break down and buy own you a couple of beats that you can put on iTunes, you can put on Spotify, or any of these other places where you can sell music. iTunes, whatever. Get, get yourself some real beats that you can sell. That's our theme this year. We, we, we're offering these beats at such a cheap price right now that heads would be real stupid to not buy them because we're giving you exclusive licenses to the beats on top of selling them for a fraction of the cost that you would spend out there in the industry or spend somewhere else. And there's a lot of quality production right here, right where you are. So keep that in mind, man, because <laughs> you're not going to get much for doing that. At least... It's cool if you want to test your song out, but you're only going to get so much. All right, so why do you think, like, uh, these young up-and-coming artists, right, don't want to pay for their product? Habit. Habits of practice. It don't matter whether it's a good habit, a bad habit. People hear me saying this all the time. It's a habit. You know what I'm saying? These people then got conditioned into a habit of saying, look, we can download whatever we want. The internet makes it possible. Then we can just use it and put it in our thing. But you can't sell it. That's the whole problem right there. You can do whatever you want to to promote yourself, but you can't sell that shit. And you're in this to make money, I hope. If you're not, then, I mean, okay, you must, be you must have a great job. You're happy with life. You got a wife, kids, whatever. You're happy with life. You, you just do this for fun. Okay, cool. Do it. Spend your money how you see fit. But if you're like a lot of these guys that I would say perpetrate the fraud because they're really not serious about doing music uh, all the way because they haven't taken the time to study the game itself and learn how to maneuver around in it, how to maneuver around in it. And then then it becomes a waste of time, it becomes a waste of your time. You're not really you're not going to be nowhere. You're going to be mad. Getting on Facebook, venting about the venue the next day, all this other stuff, and blah 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 blah. You're gonna, you're just gonna be salty. You're just gonna be salty that that you failed you. It's habit. All that is is just habit. Habits are practice. Good, bad, straight, narrow, whatever the hell kind of habit you have, it is a habit, and that's why you got these people doing these types of things, man. It's unfortunate, but that's the only reason why. It, it, they're conditioned into thinking that that's the way to do it. And it's on purpose to me because they can't let everybody in on the secret. <laughs> they can't let everybody in on the secret. If they let everybody in on the secret, then they're not going to, you know, there's no, there's no control if you let everybody in on the secret. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what it is. There's some secrets out there that we don't know about. You know what I'm saying? That, that people are utilizing on a daily basis and they're making them a ton of money doing this music thing and... People scratching their heads like, how is he getting it? How is that person getting it? And what, how did that situation happen? Mm -hmm. Just got to take the time out, do your research, do your homework, and start practicing the right principles mm -hmm. in order to maneuver around in the business itself. And that's, that's when people are either going to start taking you seriously, number one. Number two, you're going to start feeling 
more structure in your product. And I say product because these people don't look at their stuff like it's product. Every time I burn a CD for these cats, that's a pet peeve of mine. I burn you a CD of your music, and you go put it in the car somewhere and you lose it, expecting to come back here and get another one. That shows me right off top how much you value your music. If you don't, if you don't have no value to your music, if you think it's just some or whatever, you're not going to think about that CD like it's nothing because you're going to think that I still have it. Oh, but what if I delete it? which I really don't have a responsibility to hold anybody's stuff. The only reason why I was holding all that stuff over the years, though, bro, is because I wanted to show people at the end of it all what body of work I had. I got, like, six hard drives up there that are gone. Like, I can't put nothing else on those. I got two terabytes right here. I got a terabyte there, and then I got another one right there. You know what I'm saying? And those are just other ones. That's an old hard drive of mine, too. It's just, it's just like, for certain people... They, they, they think that these things are just, they're just whatever. They don't look at them as having value, even though you're paying for it. Mind you, they'll pay for a bag of weed, though, and think that that bag of weed's got more value than this thing that's going to outlive them. You know what I'm saying? And that's where they don't get it, is that your music's going to outlive you. So how has that got less value than something that's going to perish within the next 20 to 30 minutes? It's not going to happen, bro. You know what I'm saying? There's no comparison. It's like apples, oranges. It's like a fan and a TV. You can't compare the two. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just that's just jacked up, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? That, these are all habits, bro. These are habits of the mind. These people practice bad habits. They get bad results. Just that simple. All right, well, let me ask you this, right? Okay. Coming to the studio. To, mm -hmm. Okay. Got to come prepared, right? Right. What type of... Um, audio file should an artist bring so that you can get the proper sound from your recording? Ah, well, any of the higher grade quality files of audio files, most studio softwares can work with. Higher grade meaning WAVE, <laughs> WAVE file, AIFF, uh, VORG Orbis or OGG, um, any of those types of files right there, even a hell, a MIDI file, if, if you have it uh, you know, mapped out properly will sound a lot better than an MP3. Don't bring MP3s to the studio. I don't care how good it sounds. Your MP3, your mixed MP3 is never going to beat the sound quality of a WAV file, which is mostly the general thing that all studios across the nation, the world, wherever, generally universally recognize that as being a high-grade quality file. A wave file. Bring me a wave file to beat, and I will be impressed. Other than that, ask me to make you something on the spot, cause you'll then you'll record over a wave file. You're not gonna record over an MP3 or nothing like that. You bring an MP3 though, there's a 50/50 chance your mix is not gonna come out how you like it. How come my voice sound like it's sneaking behind the beat pad? It's because that beat is not mixed at all, bro. And people don't realize that the mix of the beat is just as critical as the mix of the vocals. You're losing from the game if you have a beat that's not mixed properly or has mixing issues. And that's why when I started the Beat and Alex thing, I was like, these guys are going to learn how to mix their beats. And that's what's going to make it, that's what's going to make everything make sense because everybody's going to listen to these beats over here and be like, yo, their beats sound great. Well, it's because we make wave files of our beats. We make wave files. It's a big no-no. 
Don't bring MP3s to the studio. If you can avoid it at all, oh, go ahead, download YouTube, go to YouTube, download this. You can expect that your recording is not exactly going to come out. And that lets me know that a lot of you guys' ears is failing you. It's another bad habit of the mind. You've been conditioned into thinking that this beat sounds hard, but you don't realize that the beat sounds like garbage. Sounds terrible. It sounds horrible. The sound quality of it, the mix is way off. And it takes an experienced person like myself or somebody else, you know, like Dan Status or somebody else to let you know when you are rapping over something that's not really going to do nothing for you. And most instances, MP3s are not going to cut it. Get these engineers to stop. These beat makers need to stop being lazy. Stop being lazy. Start making wave files for the artists that you make beats for. Sell them beats as wave files. You should be tracking the beats out. Because if you don't have mixed game, if you track the beat out, all these softwares do it. Fruity Loops, you name it, they all do it. You can track the beat out. That means you can break the beat down into separate files. That means the kick be by itself all the way through the song. The hi-hat be by itself all the way through the song, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then you can send it to an experienced engineer, such as myself or somebody else, and we can mix the beat for the artist. So that way they get in there and they can get in there and rap over a stereo, mixed stereo wave of the beat at a higher bit rate. People don't know the different bit rate is important. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? You can have the highest quality MP3 and it still won't be as good as the bit rate of a wave file. There's just no comparison. Now, now, see, when I say that to artists, right, you know, they always give me this bullshit. Like, yeah, the file's too big. Because, you know, wave file's kind of big, you yeah. know. Well, that's why they got these big uh, storage drives online. Dropbox. Try one of those one time. And don't scratch your head and tell a guy like us, oh, I don't know how to use that pattern. The day and age for that is over. If you're not trying to learn no computer technology, you need to get out. It's flat out. Get out. Get 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 the get the stepping. If you can't email, if you don't know how to use Dropbox, if you don't know how to use Google Drive, which is even easier than all three of them, get out. You just get out because you are using this as an excuse. The wave file's too big. No, it's not too big. You're just too slow to think about using it, or think about using the service. I mean, and that means Dropbox. Man, they got file sharing sites galore online. So, man, get yourself a file sharing site account with Dropbox or something like that. Then have some patience. Get by a high-speed internet. If you don't have it, take your time and wait. Upload that file the way it's supposed to be uploaded and then send it to the studio. That's what a disciplined artist will do. They'll send it to me in my email before they even get there. And be like, look, the beat's already in your email pad. You know, and I'll tell them, is it an MP3 or is it a wave? Most of the time they tell me it's an MP3, I'll be like... 50-50 chance your recording's going to come out like crap. But come on in anyway, because this is what you want to rap on. But the people that I know that are real professional, real smart, they'll send me a wave file of the beat, or they'll send a track out of the beat and say, hey, Pat, I ain't like how the, the engineer or the, the beat maker made the, uh, mixed the beat. Can you mix the beat better for me? That's all it takes, man. You ask, you get. But you don't ask, you don't know. It's just that simple. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, like, you know, these little dudes, you know. Uh, sure. You, you try to tell them these things, and then they Ain't give you. Ain't necessarily little either. 
<laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You know. See, when I use the word little, right? See, I'm cross. I'm crossing like uh, certain demographics. You know, mm-hmm. with because you know their their mindset is little. You know, so like, is it acceptable? Okay, let's just say the person don't know how to do all that. I mean, they should. But is it okay to bring in a uh, CD or uh, a flash drive? You know, what I'm saying as long as it's waved to your studio. Sure, sure, because CDs can be used as data, just like a flash drive. People think they're different. I'm like, no. You, oh, no, you can make his music burn CDs. On, when you burn a CD, ain't nothing but... No. You, depends on how you burn it. You can burn a WAV file onto a CD as a data file, and then give me that, and I can work with that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, you know, burning a regular audio CD is not going to get it there. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get it there because then that's it's a different type of file. People don't realize if it's on a CD, it's, on a, it's a different type of file. It's not... It's not a MP3. It's not. It's a. It's a. It's a file on a CD. Or they, they, if you look on it, it says CDA. Mm-hmm. Different type of file. It's very difficult to get a mix off of that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the, the best way to do it is use data, mm-hmm. yeah, flash drive, or whatever. Yeah, and it's much quicker if you use a flash drive. All you got to do is drag the file onto the flash drive and put it on there, and then bring it into me. It's easy. You don't have to email it. You put it on the flash drive and bring it into me. That's it. Simple and simple and plain, man. It's only as hard or as easy as people make it. <laughs> Sometimes it, uh, it, I'll be scratching my head because uh, people really just don't get it. it. It'd be too hard for them to get it. Too hard. I don't know why, but it is. You know what I'm saying? I think it's by design, though, because they know everybody's trying to rap, and they know nobody really is going to have a chance in the world of making it. Not the way people used to make it. Them days of... Uh, Big record contracts and shit like that, you can throw that out the window. Them days are over. Whoever thinks that you're going to get a record deal out here based on their talent alone, forget it. Stay independent. So I'm going to tell you, stay independent. Run your own record label show. Force the hand and make people want to talk turkey with you. That's it. Show and prove. Do some numbers. They'll call you. You ain't going to have to worry about whether they're going to call you or not. You do enough numbers out here, they're going to call you. Yeah, call coming. Now, see, now, one of the things, you know, I do uh, discuss on Real Rap is to be independent. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's still this big myth about signing a record deal. Okay. Like, you sign this record deal, A, you're legit, and, of course, you're going to get paid. Okay. What's yeah. your feelings on that, uh, uh, Pat? Yeah, yeah. Mythbuster number, what, are we on three or four uh, or whatever? Like one of the, yeah, you can stop that, too. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't think that just because you sign a record deal that automatically that means you're in, you're going to get paid. Um, it's difficult to get there, but it's even more so difficult to stay there. You got to really show and prove once you sign them papers. You know what I'm saying? Because you are no longer you. You are now, your music is now property of that record label. Your music is now a representative of those record labels, and how it goes is how they determine where you go. You know what I'm saying? Whatever your work ethic is that you're putting in in the studio, you better make sure that you sharpen up. All this other good stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then knowing that, but there's no really record structured record deal out here no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, ever since they put the 360 deals out, and if you don't know what those are, I'm not going to explain it to you. Go online and research it and find out. There's a website called about.com that will teach you about every type of thing that's going on in the music industry right now and who the people are in the industry and what their job title is and all that other good stuff. Man, people don't realize, man, that's all I be doing is I be taking notes 
from about.com, and then when I'm putting the notes up there online for people to read, I'm putting it up there for you to read one time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't do it too often, but when I do, pay, pay attention, take notes, because you need to know what an A&R is. You need to know what a real manager is. And there's about four or five different managers in the music business. You need to know about all of them. Road manager, et cetera, et cetera. People think it's just one manager. No. Some of these, most of these successful artists got a team of people. I'm talking about 15 to 20 people that's right behind them, around them at all times, and they are pushing that product, which is that artist. And if you don't have that, man, you are going to lose. You're not going to win. You know what I'm saying? You're only going to get a half-assed effort, and it's only going to be a half-assed result. You better off staying independent and doing what it is that you're doing because you try to sign a record deal in this day and age, you no longer own that stuff. The record label owns you. You know what I'm saying? Let's just keep it funky. They're not really concerned about you unless you are making money for them. Unless you have something that's strong enough to be uh, out there to make them money. If you ain't making them money, you ain't making no money. Record sales, forget all that. Most of these artists that are successful out here these days learn how to expand their horizons. They learn how to dibble-dabble into other ventures. You know what I'm saying? They don't just do uh, <laughs> things related to music. Let's just keep it funky. They learn how to utilize certain star powers that they get to land endorsement deals, to open up side businesses. I think Rick Ross, one of the one of the main guys out there in rap today, I think he owns a chain of uh, restaurants, don't he? Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about, entrepreneurialism. You got to learn how to maximize your star power and utilize it to your advantage and not just think that the record deal is going to make you something special because I'm going to tell you like this, if people ain't checking Billboard and they ain't checking the tracking of the record sales out here, they can't fathom what's going on. Your top record seller in rap probably gets like a million to two million hits these days, whereas opposed to back in the day, Run DMC sold over 40 million. A lot of people don't know that. Uncle L, let's not even talk about how many albums Uncle L sold. You know what I'm saying? He's still out there making music. You know, Public Enemy. People thought that they just fell off the radar. No, they were one of the first people to get on the internet and show people how to utilize the internet as a business. Because you can't buy a new Public Enemy album without going to the internet and paying them to download it. And they got a strong, strong way. Chuck D was one of the first dudes that explained why the internet was important to us. You know what I'm saying? Why sampling still needs to continue. Why all these things need to happen. Why you're not going to make it in the business if you think you're going to do this and you think you're going to do that, you know? So don't be unrealistic, man. And record deals is not really structured for you to win. They just a little, they just, they just showing people how to invest in themselves so they can put a little badge on their, on their CD that says, I am part of Universal Music Group. Well, who in the living fuck ain't these days? So when people say, man, I'm signed to Universal, I look at them like, yeah, so is everybody else. Everybody else is signed to Universal, too. That's why they call it Universal. Because they universally sign whoever the, f whoever the hell wants to get a record deal. I'm going to tell you that right now. People think that these little sub-labels, and, and that's all they are. Def Jam is a sub-label. It's not a real record label. The real record label is Columbia. Def Jam is just a little subdivision of it. And people be looking at, oh, I'm on Def Jam. So, what that mean? Nothing. 
Don't mean nothing like it used to. Oh, no, Def Jam. Def Jam held, held at one time some serious weight. Now, one time it did. but then yeah. Russell, Russell sold had, out. When you had P.E., when you had uh, Uncle L, that era with the Beasties, and, and, EPMD, and EPMD, Red Man, Red Man yes, BMX. yes, yes. That was that era. After those dudes, man, the door got changed around and it's shut like that now. They're not structuring those type of deals with artists anymore. It's not like the pros and sports where they just negotiate and structure deals for you. You really got to sell and sell well for them to even think about structuring a deal for you. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically the bottom line. Damn, he's way early calling. No doubt. But, um, yeah, man, that's what it is, though, man. Real rap. It's just... It's just you know people think that this this record deal shit is just it's just all hunky dory and they have a shot. That's why when people tell me oh we got a meeting with such and such and blah 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 I'm not impressed by that. That so so what? That means absolutely nothing. You show me something where somebody's getting a structured deal like they used to get, then I'll be impressed. Other than that, you're just signing your life away. In my opinion, you might as well just sign your own self. You know what I'm saying? Sign your own self to your own record label. That's what Master P did. That's what a couple other people did. They got successful with it, but that changed the game forever. You know what I'm saying? It's no longer a day and age where you can see, where a record label's going to see your talent and think you are it. You got to really show, 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 and prove that you are it. And they don't just look at you for your talent. They look at what kind of people you are, all that other good shit, too. You know what I'm saying? They're not just going to sign any, anybody off the street. And people keep thinking that they're going to keep, they'll, they'll just sign you based on your talent alone. Uh-uh, they ain't going to cut it, Junior. Uh-uh, they ain't going to cut it, Chief. They ain't going to cut it at all. You got to have some something extra special. And it, look at what kind of, just like, for example, I was at the uh, Faded Fest last year. Man, those are my people that run that, but at the same time, I got to denounce certain things about it because... Nobody that day was ready to get a record deal. If, a, if this is the biggest event, musician event, in the city every year, and people were carrying themselves with it, they was carrying themselves at the Faded Fest, Pittsburgh would be laughed at in the industry. Like, these fools don't know how to stay off Molly and Coke or whatever it is that they're doing. And oh, they're drunk as hell at the show not even finishing their sets properly, smack down, lit up, you're not going to get a record deal like that. A&R is going to look at that crowd like, I can't even find a real individual in this in this crowd. They look at the people's character. They don't just look at you, they don't just look at you as, as a talent. They look at your character, see what kind of character you have because the only way that they're going to even approach you on a record deal like that is you got to have something that nobody else has. So basically you're saying... Some of this rap thing is uh, a myth. It's an act. Yes. Oh, beyond the act. It's like the greatest Jedi mind trick of, of the, the third kind, the 21st century, 20th century. You say whatever century, it's the greatest mind trick of all. Because people, they got people to buy into thinking that they can make it. If you, got a, if you just got these things, you can make it. Get the fuck out of here. I, I know exactly what's going on, man. They took that game and they pimped it around. And that's why you don't have golden era-ish artists. They're starting to surface again now, and I believe it's going to come back. Don't get me wrong. I feel sorry for anybody else that's not rapping like a lyricist, 
but your day and age is about to be over because your gimmicks are just running dry and the industry's not going to be able to absorb y'all anymore. Better get creative. Get creative with your music. I don't care who you are. Get creative with your music because if you don't get creative with it, you're not going to make no impact nowhere. You're not going to make no impact. It's just not going to happen. Not going to happen because there's too many people out here doing it. You think you're the only one doing this. It may seem that way, but no. Nah, the whole entire world is rapping. I hate to break the news of these people, but the whole entire world is rapping. Africa, the continent of Africa alone swallows America a couple times. So, and everywhere in Africa they rap. So you mean to tell me that you got a shot and you know that there's millions and millions and millions, damn near billions of people out here rapping. It's not going to happen. Kevin, you better create your own lane. Create your own lane, create your own destiny. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Forget about these record labels for right now because it ain't happening. The day and age, they pimped it. They, they took the culture of hip-hop, which is the, the actual lifestyle of this shit, and they pimped it. They put another badge on it and said, this is hip-hop, blazing hip-hop and R&B, and it ain't nothing compared to some real blazing hip-hop. And R&B, I don't even know. Now, 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 the R&B is a whole nother subject, a whole nother deal. But you know what? You know what? No, no. Let's speak on that real quick, you know, because, see, the, po the point of real rap is about music in general. Okay. The R&B game. What's up? Limited. Even more so limited. That, that, that's a rare commodity in this day and age to find somebody that actually has a singing ability in their body, a real singing ability. I'm not talking about you singing in the shower and you sound great. And then all of a sudden, now you want to go to the studio and try something. No. I got artists that have been out there. They've been out there. You know what I'm saying? They've been out there. And that's, and that's just that simple. It's just that simple. They've been on the circuit. They've been on tour. They used to sing with Pretty Ricky or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Those are guys that I consider the highest bar professionals. There's nobody out here that can work with, that can match their prowess. They really have singing ability they have they're groomed very well rehearsed they ain't just get like that overnight i'm gonna tell you that they practice their ass off you know what i'm saying don't just think you're just gonna get in the studio and somebody's gonna make you sound great singers <laughs> i'm telling you or quote unquote singers because some of y'all acting like y'all singers when you're not you need to be real with yourself you need to be real with yourself and say, look, look in the mirror and tell yourself honestly, do you think that you can sing? Can you carry a note? When you hear in the song, are you on note with them people? If you're not, then you need to quit. Forget about it. Because this is, that, it's more difficult to be a singer than it is to be a rapper. Anybody can get up and say some words these days. Obviously, we didn't figure that out. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking awesome. I'm fucking awesome. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. But try to get up there and sing with some purpose to really capture the emotions of people's minds, brains, whatever the hell. If you don't have it, that gift, if you don't have that it factor, n no, mm -hmm. quit. I'm not going to tell you to just keep practicing and all that other stuff. There's, too, there's, there's people out here that are like sharks in that business. They're too good. They're too good. And if you can't match their prowess, then you're never going to have an impact like they do. Or if you don't have the correct structure around you, like the team of people, like for example, people look at Rihanna, they don't think she's that, imp she's not that impressive of a singer. But 
she does what she does better than anybody else. And the team of producers and writers and songwriters that she has are better than yours. So therefore, she's going to definitely win at the end of the day. And she's nice looking. So on top of all that, she's nice looking. She can carry a note. She's from Barbados, so she got a little bit of island swag with her. And these people know how to write her magnificent songs. Don't think you're going to be Rihanna too. Because you don't have the songwriter she has. You don't have the producers that she has. Well, you could, but you don't want to pay for it. And then on top of that, you think that people are just going to let you in based on your talent alone. You're not working hard enough. You're not working hard enough. I'm sorry, y'all. I hate to bust, be the myth buster. And since we're in the myth busting game on, on, this, on this real rap show, I'm a real rappy. And let you know half you motherfuckers is not going to make it. You're not. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. You might as well quit acting that way. Uh, trying to get a record deal and all that other stuff. Forget that. The only way that you're really going to see a realistic end to the goal is start your own shit. Start your own shit. I'll say it again. Start your own shit. If you really think that you want to make some noise and make an impact, create your own lane, create your own business in this, and then see what happens from there. That's the only realistic shot that you have. Other than that, man, these, these are not record deals that they're giving out people. Half of these people don't have a talent, a lick of talent in their body. It's just technology has came up to the point now where everybody has a realistic vision of being something. Oh, they got software for the computer now. All I have to do is hit the record button and I can do my own song. It's not that simple, though. Not that simple. You got to go through and study great people that do great things. If you're not being, if you're not being around people... That are, that are either on that level or higher than that, you're wasting your time in this because everybody learns from everybody else. I had to learn from some people. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way I got better. But I had to take those principles and I had to consistently apply them and practice them. Consistently apply practice. That's why we can get through 20-minute sets and we sound believable and half these dudes be out here rapping and I know y'all rehearse. By the way, I got a rehearsal space. If you need to come and rehearse, pay me 40 bucks for four hours. And get up there and learn your shit. Because I'm tired of going to these shows and, and seeing y'all not practicing, not rehearsing, and you expect people to believe in your music being hard. No. Your, your little homies around you going to think you hard, but the rest of us out here is looking at you like you butt, bruh. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was a big controversial thing that happened at one of these recent concerts. The guy got up there. Well, he spent a lot of money to get on the stage. And at the end of the day, he got booed off the stage. Okay. He got booed off the stage. Mm. And everybody's making a big deal about it, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what happens when you don't... How you practice is how you play. You don't practice, so you don't know how to play. Uh, so let me interject. So before you jump on stage, you should rehearse and, and practice your songs. Yes. And get and uh, as just like us producers like myself have our own instruments, our weapons of choice, your weapon of choice should be an on-stage microphone that makes you sound better than everybody else. That's the only tidbit I'm gonna give away. Take that information for what it is and run with it. Because if you don't have that, forget about it. Forget about it. Because you can't rely on half of these people out here because they're not sound engineers. Let's make that clear too. Half of the time you're gonna have to overcompensate because most of the people that you're doing these venues with, they don't, they're not real sound engineers. Don't look at a DJ like he's a sound engineer. He's a DJ. He's not a sound engineer. I repeat that again. I don't care what kind of sound system the DJ got. He's not a sound engineer. 
A sound engineer is somebody that is experienced with a mixing board that knows how to bring the sound out in live setup, live situations, knows where to place the speakers, knows where you need to be at, knows where the levels need to be at all times. They're sitting there throughout the entire function, manning the controls to make sure that you sound the best that you possibly can. If you're not at a venue where somebody in the back is sitting there like that in the control room, then you're not with a real sound engineer. Get yourself a weapon of choice, which is a microphone, a wireless microphone setup, or whatever have you, that makes you sound better than everybody else on the stage. It's just that simple. I learned this trick a long time ago. That's why when we get up on the stage, everybody looks at us like we're crazy because we rehearse, number one. Number two, we have our own set of microphones that make us sound better than you. Sorry, but that's how it goes. <clears throat> All right. You heard JPAD. Now you niggas need to go out and do your homework. Rehearse. Rehearse. Because if you don't rehearse, I'm going to call you out. I'll be dropping these unmaskings and everybody be wondering why I'm dropping the unmasking. It's for accountability and responsibility. It's not just the, to not just the game, but to yourself. Because you got to have responsibility within yourself to be responsible in this business right here. If not, Forget about it. You're not getting it in. It's just that simple. Sorry, Charlie, but I hate to break the news to you, but the ugly reality is, is you got to have a work ethic that, that, that supersedes everything else. You got to be able to dedicate yourself and you got to be able to dedicate yourself to learning the business of, of music. Because if you don't learn the business that you're in, then you're wasting a lot of time. You're wasting up a lot of space and you're making it rougher on guys like us that really don't waste our time. That don't they're still up here doing this at whatever, don't matter what age. You know what I'm saying? There, there's too many people out here still doing music that are uh, relevant for me to think that age is really a factor. And that's another myth. We get into that, but we're not. It's just, it is what it is. And your timetable in music is all determined on you. It don't really matter what everybody else says. It's, it's about whether the fire still burns on the inside of you. You got to practice, though. Now the fire all day long, but if you ain't practicing, I'm gonna be able to call you out. I'm gonna be able to see your show. Like last night, we did a show and there was one guy that was on before us, and you can tell he's just up there doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? You're not practicing. Oh well, we can see it. You know what I'm saying? Because when we get up there, everybody else is looking at us like, oh, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's the whole thing. You got to have that factor. If you don't have those factors, man, you are not going to be successful in this business. You're going to keep spinning your wheels, keep going to the studio, but don't practice. Get to the venue, be all turned up off of Molly, ecstasy, you know what I'm saying? You're too high. You know what I'm saying? It's going to show. It's going to show. There ain't nothing cute about you getting up there with a bottle of Cavassier or a bottle of Moet. And sitting there drinking on stage and thinking that people just look at you like you're just a big superstar. No, they're going to look at you like you're a big oafus. You're a big doofus. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're going to look at you like. That's what I'm going to look at you like. Because I'm tired of seeing guys get on the stage thinking that they're so great when I know none of you dudes practice. None of y'all. There it is. Got to give a special thanks to J-Pad. This episode right here. I hope it's very informative and gets your minds right. Now, as we end the show, this is one of my favorite songs from his album, The Unmasking Part 3. Where can you get it? iTunes. 
That's where you can get it. Follow JPad, YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter. That's JPad the Juggernaut. And this song right here. LMS, like my status featuring Zay. Like my status, cause I flex like I'm a connect. In reality, that work ain't really on deck. Like my status, cause my ass out in all my photos. Yeah, we fuck, but I still call him my brodo. Like my status, if you get an iPhone 6. If you ain't stupid hoe, you a basic bitch. Like my status, cause the government don't give us hope. They don't help a nigga, guess I'm just gonna be broke Like my status, yeah, I hate on niggas tryna come up They ain't benefiting me, so I act like a sucker Like my status, cousin, all my pics, I'm smoking loud But I don't buy no diapers and I never see my child Shit fucked up, but like my status, cause it's Friday Like my status, I got caught this morning down the county Like my status, cause I'm out here day and night Yeah. All the shit I'm doing and I still can't get right I got bands my click the baddest I'm above you sucker Go ahead and like my status I got bars I'm the Bishop Dawn Like my status I'm the next to blow I'm getting on I'm a Molly Popper My jaw locking Like my status Cause you know I ain't never stopping Free the guys They don't belong in there Like my status To show the homies You still care I'm a bad bitch Turned down for what? Like my status, my priorities are fucked up I'm a thug, I got the biggest guns on the block Like my status, even though the fucking feds watch I got the new J's and the LeBron James Like my status on them, I spent all my change My baby girl free now, and she can twerk Like my status, cause I trained mine to be hoes at birth And my son, four years old, cussing like a sailor Like my status, cause the streets are gonna raise them Niggas be like... Bitches be like, like my status for nothing, I'm just bored with life I'm laughing at the haters while I'm online Like my status cause offline I'm crying inside Nobody wants to be faithful in a relationship Like my status cause my girlfriend sucked my homie's dick She tried to fuck my brother three times in the basement Tag that bitch so we can see all of that ratchetness Whoa there, she got ass everywhere My kids see it every day, I don't care Like my status for the fake chain I just bought Like my status for the shit stain on her drawers Like my status for the numb nut shit y'all be liking Like my status like all the social media titans In the real world, and in the real world, it's about respect Money is respect That's And always remember, I'm Dan Status. This is Real Rap. Everything said in this podcast lecture series is that of Dan Status and J-Pad the Juggernaut. All rights reserved. Forever in a day.